Season two, episode four. We Town boys. We were supposed to uh, sweep the Rangers, and we did not sweep the Rangers. That's one. That's we one. definitely did not sweep the Rangers, which was a bummer. In fact, we lost the series to the Rangers. And then we looked like dangerous. One of their, one of the only truly glaring like negative spots so far on this season, and the A's were ravaged by COVID. Honestly, the most that they have been of the last two years, right? Yeah. It so all, it all happened. Kind of just a bummer time. Was like five guys or something like that? I think maybe even like seven. A lot of close contacts, I'm sure. Yeah. And I think, you know, it was maybe like, I think uh, Kevin Smith went on the COVID IL for a second and he also had like a real injury. So I think they can kind of use the COVID IL, you know, a little bit flexible, flexibly. Um. Anyway, so coming off that, yeah, whatever that word is, they they know what we mean. Um, coming off losing to the Rangers was not feeling good about playing the Giants. Um, and but, that, uh, they had an off day. Game of the they had series. I was feeling real stinky. Um, and they had their first off day after like 17 straight days before that, so they got a chance to breathe, and they had, you know. They did. They got to stay at home basically for a long period of time for the first time all year, which has to feel nice. And yeah, for the dudes that had COVID. Maybe they lost game one, yeah, but lo and behold, they came back, and their pitching was astounding for game two. Paul Blackburn, ace. Yeah, and I just game one was just one of those. It seemed like it, I, I woke up that morning feeling like nothing was going to go right, and lo and behold, nothing went right. Um. No. But yeah, huge win, huge win, especially because we should not have won the second game of the series. Um, there Feeling was. pretty fortunate to split. We were, and it's huge. I mean, I, I feel like head above water until we figure a lot of things out, and we're one game above five hundred. So you really can't be that mad at it, you know. Um, but yeah, I, I, I just feel kind of meh. You know, like I, I know it could be worse, but it also could be better. You know? Yeah, but again, we got like Jed Lowry's not in the lineup. Uh, Stephen Piscotty's now back. Pinder's now back, but without them, it was bleak. Yeah, those lineups were obviously. Those we need a lot of things to bad. go right this year, so. Um. Yeah, those lineups were bleak. I mean, especially. Christian I mean, Lowry the Ra- I guess that part of the Rangers series, Ranger series, right? That was a bad. That was the. Ugly underbelly of that Ranger series. We were running some triple A lineups out there and they performed as such. Yep. It's uh, kind of what you expected. But it's over. And leading into the, uh, leading into that second game against the Giants, what was your moment of the week? Well, uh, my moment of the week is from that second game and that's Paul Blackburn. He was an ace. He pitched great, and there was that moment where he had the bases loaded, I think one, and he got out of it. And he was the man covering first base on the tail end of the double play to get out of the inning, and he had, like, this huge fist pump, and it was nice. It's always nice to see that he's pumped up after a big moment. And that was he's a big moment. Great. 
And, uh, so that's he, off to Paul Blackburn. Yeah. And he seems to have, they seem to have him pretty locked in on what is it like 80 pitches, 80 ish pitches. Um, and you got to, do you, do you think that's a pitch count thing or do you think that's a three times through the lineup thing? I would say it's a mix. Um, cause I mean, it I would be he, nice. He, he's burning so bright right now. You don't want him to get torched. It's true. Um, it would be nice to see him get through seven though. You know, at least six. Absolutely. And it seems like, I mean, I know that there's real weight to that three times through the lineup thing, and I'm not doubting that whatsoever. And if they, you know, obviously I haven't looked at the numbers for that. I guess I could have. But um, if that's a real thing, then that's a real thing, and I'm fine with it. But, uh, man, I just, he looks so good. You got to believe that he might be able to at least get a few more guys out. But I do like that they're making an effort to get him through five. At least so we can get the win. Um, but yeah, that was great. It was, that was amazing. That was definitely one of the, one of the cooler moments of the early part of the year for sure. Um, and yeah, he looks great. He looks great. Uh, my, my moment was also in that game. Um, Sam Mole quickly becoming my new favorite A. Uh, okay, man, I think Azevedo had walked someone, if I remember correctly. Um, and Samuel just came in and got out of, it was getting to that part of the game. It was a one nothing game and it was getting to that part of the game where it felt like Brandon Crawford was just going to hit a two run homer into the bay and it was going to be stupid and we were going to lose. Um, and Samuel came in and, you know, got through the, the meat of that lineup for what I think was the last time. I don't think they came up again after that. Um, so big point in the game, you know, definitely not, not a save. Save went to Danny Jimenez, who's the best pitcher in baseball right now. Um, but big moment, and I love Sam. You can't argue with a zero ERA. You can't, you know. I know there's nobody has a better ERA than him. Um, and well, you know who has one that's the same? Sam Mole. <laughs> yes. Yes, Sam Wall and Danny Jimenez, um, the two front runners for Cy Young right now, I would say. Um, but yeah, just a very, a very weird week, kind of, honestly. Um, not terrible, not bad, but, uh, you know, good enough, I guess, right? That's, that's like, that's what I can say. Yeah. And I have a good segue into our next topic here. Just, you know, the offense is struggling. Um, I think they scored more than two runs, like, one time in a game last week. Yeah. Uh, that could be a lie, but it feels that way. Um, and their their magic with the runners on base has just, you know, completely vanished, which was kind of to be expected, especially with, you know, say, Jed Lowry out of the lineup. Um, but Sean Murphy, I think, you know, we're, we're counting on that guy to come through with the big hits this year, and he has already had some big hits, but... Whenever there's a runner in scoring position and he comes up, he strikes out. Yeah. I think he just recently went through like a eight strikeouts in a row with runners in scoring base streak. Yeah. And I mean, we, we were... need him to just take it down one half notch, not hit the ball quite as hard, and just put it in play in those situations. Yeah. Um, we were we were too hot. You know, we were way too hot. But um... – it, we didn't need to regress this quickly back to the mean, you know. They could have done it. They could have done it a little bit more gracefully, 
But, uh, you know, it is what it is. I mean, it's, uh, they won a couple close games where they didn't hit well. And, um, I mean, I think, you know, offense is down, offense is down across baseball, you know, um, so it's, it's not just, it is. um, this is from uh, a couple days ago. I, but I think the, I think the numbers are roughly still the same. Um, Elvis Andrus was slashing as of, yeah, Tuesday, as of Tuesday. Elvis Andrus was slashing 208, 311, 340. It's a 651 OPS. And his OPS plus was 101. So. Yeah, I saw someone posted about that online. No one is. Yeah, the league well, average is not good. Um, and it's, and it, they, I, it's the baseball. It's gotta be the baseballs, right? Like, it's. Yeah. There have already been a yeah. number of of balls that I've seen hit by a number of people that were for sure home runs and just for some reason weren't home runs. So I was watching the Braves play tonight and Adam Duvall hit a ball 110 miles an hour at a solid launch angle and landed in the first row. And you can see him in the dugout watching his replay. And he was like, what the heck, man, I destroyed that ball. How did it not go way further than that? Yeah. And you heard Chris Bassett the other day saying how between, you know, first and third inning, the ball can be completely different as a pitcher. Apparently it's pretty bad. Wow. Um, the league wide OPS this year through April 26th was 677. Um, the only other year, the, the only other year in the live ball era, which is since 1920 with an OPS that low in April was 1968, which was the year of the pitcher. And that was the year that they they moved them they changed the mound right they changed the mound after that. <laughs> Sounds about right. So um, yeah, I don't know. It's interesting. I think they may have overcorrected. I don't know exactly what they were what they thought they were correcting, but they overcorrected. I think. Um, so, but I think all of this to say that we're not the only ones not hitting the ball very well. So, I'm um, hopefully that swings. Hopefully that. You know, hopefully that comes back to a little bit more normal. We were too good, and now we're too bad, and hopefully we can settle somewhere in the middle towards being good. Um, Let's hope so. Because I think I think it is a good lineup. Uh, I think it can be a decent lineup. I don't think it's a great lineup, but I don't think we've ever we ever thought <laughs> it was a great lineup. But I, I don't know if, with how well we're pitching, we don't need to be great. I don't think. Um, and but yeah, we you know we can't have. Go for it. Sorry. We can't have Lopes out there. We can't have Lopes in left. There was a play in left field in the Giants series that he just, like, let the ball bounce halfway up the wall when he could have been back there trying to catch it. But instead, he was already trying to play the rebound, even though, like, Pache was already there to play the rebound. Um, and, like, Mikey Mc, Mickey McDonald, I'm, I'm hearing good things about him, but I'm not sure he's, like, quite ready yet. So... Some of these guys that they brought in to fill the fill the gaps just aren't it, and we need we need Piscotti, we need Pinder, we need Lowry to be firing on all cylinders if we're going to have a shot. And I mean, this was this was kind of one of the things about these guys. And they were it's a big spot. They they were going to be big spots for some of these guys, and you know, some of them are going to be ready for it, some of them aren't. And yeah, Christian Lopes, Christian Lopes seems like he may not quite be ready. Um, but you know, Kevin Smith, Kevin Smith isn't quite back, right? Kevin Smith, 
He's on. I think he was rehabbing for the Aviators as of yesterday. So and, soon. And Ramon, I saw you put a note in here. Ramon, soon enough. Yeah. That is always good news. Yeah. So. Yeah. Let's, so let's quickly just talk about Sheldon Noisy, and then I think we should try and figure out where the lineup is at if everyone's healthy in a second. Um, um, Sheldon Noisy, opposite field hitting extraordinaire. I mean, every time he steps to the plate, he slaps it through the hole. Um, between first and second, and it's so beautiful because seemingly nobody wants to hit like that anymore. Um, and I wonder, you know, I wonder if he's like, you know, no one's hitting home runs, so I'm just going to hit these singles through the right side, like, screw it. And apparently Chad Pinder, when he was out with COVID, he was, like, trying to figure out what he needs to do better, and he was watching Sheldon Noisy hit, and he was like, wow, Sheldon Noisy's head, like, doesn't move when he takes a swing. And so Chad Pinder was saying how he – had started doing this big old leg kick and apparently game one back yesterday against the Giants, he replaced the big leg kick with a toe tap so his head could stay still and he got two hits, including that leadoff home run. So Sheldon Noisy's like setting a great example. He's making the other players think about how to improve their hitting. Uh, if only he wasn't making errors every day. Yeah, I mean, it's one of those, I wish, I wish he had a little bit more pop, but uh, beyond that, he's a great hitter. And yeah, he, he is kind of an adventure over at third. And I wasn't, I didn't necessarily expect that. I didn't expect it to be great, but it's been a little bit worse than I was hoping for over there. He's been, yeah. there have been, been a tick throw. worse than I thought it would be. Um, we're, is it, he, we're is admittedly it, missing Chapman and Olsen a yes, little bit more and, than I even thought we would. Yeah, but they're still finding a way to get it done, even without those guys, you know, and even with like, I mean, I don't know. It'll, it'll also be very interesting to see once Ramon's back because then that brings our outfield defense up to like a pretty elite level. And you know, we don't have elite infield defense anymore, but maybe we'll have elite outfield defense, which is, you know, something. <laughs> it's, well, it's between like, Sean Murphy, between Murphy and Pache and Ramon and Nick Allen, uh, there's a real strength up the middle there that they could build around. I like Nick Allen. I like Nick Allen, yeah. I think he could be a pretty good big league player. Um, I would not hate seeing them give him the reins sooner than later. The more they play Elvis, the more likely they got to pay him a bunch of money next year. So. Yeah, and I, I think Nick Allen kind of strikes me as one of those guys, like the more he plays, the better he's going to look. Which just is, stick him in there, yeah. Just just like a lot of, I feel like a lot of people yeah. like that, you know. Um, and he'll start hitting. Yeah, because he's he's he, the 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 at bats look pretty good, the swings look pretty good. I just don't think the results are quite what he wants yet, but he's looking fine, you know. Um, but yeah, noisy. I mean, I don't think we have a better option, you know. I so here's the thing: where do we put noisy? We can put him. I kind of want to put him at first base because he seems like a liability at second and third. Um, let's let's get, get to the current lineup. Let's what what's our ideal lineup? Um, do we want to try and build it against a lefty or a righty or just say like let's go righties? Let's go. Let's just go against right because that's probably you know mostly righty. That's mo- most common. Um, so I think. All right. So we we want lefty heavy. Uh, I mean, but who do we need in there every day? I think we need we need Pache in there every day. We need Pinder in there every day. Yeah, probably. And Mur- I don't know where we put Pinder. Murphy. Um, Tony Kemp. And we're gonna have Kemp. 
We're going to have Ramon back. Right. And then Noisy. So for for making a lineup against righties, maybe something we can do is put Seth Brown in there in right field instead of Piscotty. Right. I think Piscotty. Yeah, I think Piscotty at least. I mean, he's hit. A, he's looked pretty good, but I think he needs to play a little bit better if he's all of a sudden going to be playing against everyone. You know, because he's been not great for a pretty extended period of time now. And I don't hate having him be the pinch hitter, you know, the guy that we call off the bench. Yeah, or even, you know, being DH if someone needs a day off. But I think in our, in our best, in the best version of our lineup, he's probably not playing. You know, at least against righties. Yes, uh, at least against righties. So I think. Okay, so we got I, an outfield of Pache, Loriano, Brown. Yes. That leaves. I mean, we gotta put Lowry at DH. Do you want to put? Think. Do we? What do you? How do you think we're? I mean, do you want maybe Seth Brown and left? Yeah. I mean, I can't. Yeah, left or right? I'm not sure. We gotta put Loriano in right. I think. Cause of yeah, the I think right. probably Seth Brown and left, Pache in center, and then Loriano and right. Yep. Okay, so it's coming together. That means we got we got Lowry. At DH, I guess we could do Lowry or Noisy at DH. We could even put Lowry at second. Okay, well, hang on. We got. We need to put Kemp and Pinder in places. I think. We also Pinder, need a shortstop. I, I think Pinder plays third. And then Nick Allen is playing short. And then. Tony Kemp. Kemp is second. Yeah. And then Noisy. Noisy at first. And then Jed DHing. Yeah. All right. Let's see it, Oakland. Make Sheldon Noisy the first baseman. That'll fix some problems, I think. Um, or, I mean, I think or, maybe. Or Stephen Vogt at first when he's back, you know? Yeah. But I know we that. Got Vogt and Piscotti. We got Vogt and Piscotti on the bench, and I think we have room for one more bench bat. I think there's three. Bench players. I really wish they call playing players. I would love that. Bethancourt could be the other bench bat. Bethancourt is Bethancourt's looking okay. Bethancourt is not blowing me away, to be entirely honest. I was hoping to see a little bit more. That's true. He did, I will say, in that in that second game against the Giants, that ball he hit to right center, he hit pretty hard. And I think a normal baseball yeah. is probably is probably up the alley. Um but man, yeah, if we called up Langleers, I mean, we're suddenly getting to the point where it's like we have too many good people. Like that's the point we need to be at. We need depth. Yeah, yeah, because I think that pushes that pushes these guys to you know maybe perform a little bit better, knowing that they kind of have to. Um, but I don't know. We'll see. I'm not. I'm not a hundred percent sold on a lot of it, but I'm also not that concerned. We're looking pretty darn good. All things. And I think good. I think Ramon's coming back on soon, like eight days maybe. Yeah, what they say? They said the eighth, right? I think so. So one, two. Maybe even sooner than that. Maybe. Oh yeah, I think it is the eighth. I think you're right. That's less than two weeks still. So Sunday. We got two Sundays till Ramon comes back. Yeah. I mean, if they just stay 500 until Ramon comes back, all of a sudden things are looking a lot better. 
Um, I was, I was, uh, you know, cause we're kind of getting to, we're getting to the, at least the early part of kind of the area where guys become available because they get, you know, DFA because they're not performing very well. Um, and sometimes I, if I remember correctly, this is like where we pick up Brandon Moss and then he started going bump for us. <laughs> I think you're right. Um, and obviously you can't do that like all the time, but, um, really some of these things are just like change of scenery, change of scenery guys. And one that I was, uh, did you see what's his name? Jolly Olive did the video on Aristides of Kenya. I did. That was a good video. It was a good video. And he seems like he could, could be an option because he is, he's floundering for the Reds right now. He's like two for 44 this year. Which, um, you know, obviously I'm not like chomping at the bit to pick up guys that are going two for 44, but I'm all, you know, we could give Aquino a couple of bats, I think. I wouldn't be that mad at that. Yeah, I'm certainly intrigued. It would be interesting if the Reds would give up on him. I don't know what the Reds are doing there. People wanted to make fun of us going into this year. Man, the Reds are just atrocious. <laughs> They are. The Reds are, the Reds are terrible. And there, there's like, you know, <laughs> we did our teardown, but there was still at least some thought to roster construction with the parts that were retained, you know? Like there were, there was, there's, I mean, as there is every year, I mean, this is, we talk about this all the time, how they like still find a way to put good guy, a good team on the field, no matter what happens. And I feel like there's, cause there's always at least a little bit of a thought towards what the team looks like, you know? Yep. Um, and the Reds did not seem to consider that at all. <laughs> they just, the Reds nor the Pirates, really. <laughs> the Pirates are tough too. Cause, and, but man, they like haven't even, the Pirates haven't even been drafting that well, it doesn't seem like. Cause this is like the spot where the guys come up and take over for the other guys. But there's just no guys coming up. What's his name? O'Neill Cruz. O'Neill Cruz looks cool. They're just holding him down. You see that home run that he he hit, and he just didn't even care. That's, <laughs> that's at least the way people were putting it in context. Yeah, he's crazy. He's what six seven. He plays shortstop. That's wild. Um, I want to see that. I want them to call him up, but no. Yeah. Anywho, what's on? Uh, what's next? We got the Guardians three game set coming home, which I Oakland. am. I'm feeling okay about, I guess. Um, feeling okay. The Guardians started out like hotter than the A's did offensively, and I think they have also cooled off. So they are definitely. They, at least we didn't get them in the tough, first week. I think they just had a pretty tough series against the Angels. Um, oh right, they got swept. Yes, sure. they, and they scored one run today. They lost four to one today. They lost nine to five yesterday, so I guess they scored a few more runs, but they lost and then also then four to one in the in the opener of that series too. And oh man, it was a four game. They got swept in a four gamer and they got shut out hmm. in the first game. So So they're dangerous. I mean, this is the exact type of team the A's usually do not beat in the past year or so. So we'll see what goes on. And then the Rays are coming in for a three-game set. So let's see if we can beat the Rays again. How cool would that be? That would be very cool. If we took, like, even two out of three against the Rays again, you know, like this just winning series against the Rays would, would be fun. 
That'll probably take us to our next episode. We have another off day on Thursday, so the boys are getting lots of rest. That's good. Yeah, I mean, they 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 played a lot of baseball. Oh, snap. We got a doubleheader coming up. There's a doubleheader on May 10th. Oh, yeah? Yep. That's exciting. That's interesting. Yep, in the Tiger series. Hmm. And then they're going, yeah, on the road to Minnesota. We're doing nine-inning doubleheader, right? Pretty sure. Wow. I think so. So that's going to be a day. It starts at 10 a.m. on – I might have to take that day off. That's cool. That's – and, yeah, God, like, that's going to – we should – yeah, we got to – we got to at least catch most of that. I don't know if I'm working, but if I'm not, we got to – we should do that. Um. And, anyway. Okay, so we're, we're doing a uh, – we got, like, a fun game thing that we're going to try. That's right. Should we do a, a quick, like, 30-second, one-minute look back? We, we used to do that. Oakland player look back. Oh, yeah, totally. I'm thinking about James. Well, that's his real name. Rich Harden. Wow. James wow. Richard Harden. I have his top prospect card back in the day. It says James Harden. That really threw me off in my <laughs> younger days. Oh, man. No relation. Oh, man, dude. No relation to James this Harden. This guy. <laughs> no, his name is James Harden. No, no, oh, right. no, no, no James. James Harden. Right, 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 right. Yes. <laughs> Completely different individuals. <laughs> oh, man, Rich Harden was a stud. He was one of my favorite pitchers to watch ever. Looks like he was really starting to feel it. 2005, age 23. Damn, he was 21 when we called him up. Mm-hmm. Age 23 season, he had a 173 ERA plus, 1.063 whip, struck out 121, walked 43. Yeah, he, I mean, he was, uh, he was, I, and I, he was as, he was as talented as he was injury prone. And it's the most frustrating conversation. Unfortunately. Most frustrating combination of all time. Cause I mean, look at like 2008. Like, holy cow. I know, dude. And I mean, only look, gotten 71 innings of, of ball, but he was electric. Yeah, no, I mean, 2008 total was still pretty good. Oh, you're right. I was looking at the Cubs only. Yeah. Man, the Cubs segment was. Beautiful. The Cubs segment is, I mean, that's that's probably one of the best, you know, 12 game stretch. That's probably up there with some of the best 12 game stretches of all time. That's unbelievable. 1.77 ERA. Yeah. Less than one whip. Love it. Everything else. Eh, and gone too I'm soon. I'm glad he. I'm glad he got to pitch for us one more time. He wasn't very yep. good. That was, he wasn't very good in 2011. But we weren't very good in 2011. So it, it but watching him get 15 more starts was pretty cool. So yeah, and it, and he wasn't. He it is what it is. Us. He wasn't dragging us down. We stunk anyway. So um, and man, look at him. Truly, Still striking out, basically striking out ten guys. Ten guys in the inning, or ten guys a. <laughs> <That's for nine. laughs> basic basically ten guys in inning. Uh, All right. Well uh yeah, on to on to our fantasy pick'em. So my idea here is we will each pick a hitter and a pitcher and until the next time we meet we will tally their something, some sort of stat line. We'll have to determine that right now. And we'll dis- determine who won the weekly matchup. And we'll probably, you know, keep track. Was it by two zero one? I guess it's either got to be two zero or it's tied. I don't know. <laughs> okay, we got things to think about here. But 
Um, so we're just going to pick a pitcher and a hitter. I'm thinking for pitchers, we'll keep track of strikeouts, walks, hits. For hitters, we'll keep track of hits, walks, home runs. Do you have, do you feel strongly about adding something or doing that differently? No, I think that's great. Um, and I'm thinking we can't repeat any of our picks until after the all-star break. Okay. Okay. That I like that a lot, actually. And we will take turns on going first, and I think you should go first. And so, yeah, we each have two um, picks to make, one hitter, one pitcher. Okay, my hitter is going to be Taylor Ward. Nice pick. Yep, he's hot. Um, I'm going to see if I can ride that train. Okay, and then I will pick Ronald Acuna Jr. Just came back tonight. Love that. He got got a single and stole two bags, so I'm feeling like he's healthy. Did you see that? They, did you see the thing about how they Facetimed him at one in the morning and told him he was start, asked him <laughs> he wanted to start and write? I saw that. Yeah, they don't have video of that somewhere, do they? I haven't seen it yet, but I've been looking for it. Um. Okay. So and we'll we'll do like snake. So now you get to pick your hitter. Okay. One second, let me see who's who's caying up a storm lately. I have someone in mind that I'm going to be oh. not happy if you take yeah. them. <laughs> Is it Carlos Rodon? No, no. That's a good one, though. Oh, cool. I'll take him. Um, I will take Joe Ryan. Nice. Yeah, he's, he's up there in the ERA leaders. I saw that today. He's dealing. He's dealing. He's looking good. Um, and yeah, so, All right, well, we might, and I think that, yeah, I think three of each is three categories in each is good. We might have to fine tune that a little bit, but we'll see how it goes and we'll see who, who's the fantasy champion at the end of the year. Um, and well, yeah, let's see, what do we, um, so who do we have going, who do we have going tomorrow? The A's have Frankie going. I believe they're skipping the. Uh, the Adam Oler spot in the rotation, yeah. bless his heart. <laughs> They're going straight to Frankie. It's a beautiful plan. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm not. I want him. I still want him to do well, but I am no longer enthusiastic about watching Adam Oler pitch. Wouldn't hate seeing him, you know, go six, giving up nothing in AAA before coming back. Yes, I think for everyone, Adam Oler and us included, that's a good idea. Um. Yeah, we got Frankie, and then is it Cole Irvin? Is that what we're doing? We were straight Cole Irvin. Think so. Uh, I do. I do love me some Cole Irvin, so that would be okay. Right back on. It's pretty fun rotation right now, and Frankie, Cole, Dalton uh, Jeffries, Paul and Paul Blackburn. I mean, it's that's actually a pretty strong four so far this year. It's really just the fifth spot that's, that's the weakling at the moment. Um, and then what? I mean, James Caprillion, maybe right. That's right. I think he's on his way back. He pitched for triple. He's getting lit up, unfortunately, but you never even know what that means. That's fine. Whatever. Um, he needs, he's got to be back in the about, mix. Before. They were saying about Jake Jake Eunice before he carved us up that he, his ERA in AAA was like eight and a half, and then they called him up, and he threw four shutout innings, 
against whoever they were playing before us, and then he was great against us. So. And then he threw five shutout innings against the A's. So okay then. Um. Alrighty. Well, I think that's pretty good. I don't. I don't really have that much more. I don't think. Yeah. Let's call it. We will. Hope for um, some good baseball this weekend. Yes, absolutely. Like, uh, don't even don't even need a sweep. Just, just you know, like two out of three both times. Be in a great mood when we when we're back next time. <laughs> yes, we will. All right. Until next time. Alrighty. Well, go A's. Go A's. <laughs>